Yes. Yes, yes. Welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're gonna shoot the bobo a little bit. You know, um, you know, beloved, Latino people are culturally racist people. This is a fact. We're talking about our brown seed brothers and sisters. Black folks, beloved, are the most culturally inferior people on the entire planet. That is indeed a fact, beloved, and there's no getting around that. Right? You know, sometimes as an original man in the hills of North America in the territory that we call the United States, we have this interesting way that we look at the devil, right? We have this interesting way we look at Europeans and we kind of look at these people like we are their number one victim and target. And then we kind of look at them like everything that they did to us, they didn't do that to nobody else. And that is a lack of learning on our part. That is a lack of research on our part. There's nobody else to blame. But we think that. You know, when we hear the word slave, that is a buzzword for us. You know what I'm saying? Like we have the monopoly on the devil's slavery. Even though the term slave came from Slav, which is some people in the caves of Europe. Before we even met them, they were doing what they were doing to their own. So, beloved, when you come here, this is why we say, well, he's nothing but the devil. We as we are identifying his nature. That is his nature. He he don't he have a nature of war. He have a nature of captivity. He's a trickster. Technology is his soul. Just like you can just pat your foot on the ground as an original person, you got rhythm, it just comes with your soul. Being a trickster comes with it. that's his soul. He do, we have a soul, we're soul people. He's a trickster, kind of like people. It comes natural to him to be a trickster, right? When you go out and you hunt beloved as an original person, you just go out, you do surveillance, and then you hunt for game. You know what the devil does? When he go duck hunting, he go into a laboratory. He creates a device to make a sound to, <laughs> to, to be a replica of the mother goose and geese. And he can just go out there and blow on that horn. He, that's a trickster. He's a trickster. He's a trickster. He's a trickster kind of like people. Right? We just, we see that cockroach, we just stomp on the roach. Grandmama stomp on the roach. Great great grandmama stomped on a roach. That's original people, not him. Grandmama stomp on a roach. His mama stomp on a roach. And what does the son do? He goes into the laboratory. He comes out with a chemical that he studied that roach so much that he created something that can see. He's a trickster. He's a war person. He believes in captivity, occupation. This is his thing. So because 
we know that he has the nature of a fox and a wolf original people all around the globe ain't nothing but lamb and sheep he's going to act this way to all lamb and sheep no matter where he go because his nature is a the nature of a fox and a wolf it is important that we understand this as the black seed so when we see our brothers the brown seed that are culturally racist we must know why when we see ourselves as the black seed original people when we look at ourselves and we see that we are culturally inferior we must know why we just didn't wake up this way this means that we was in close proximity with the devil you know um you know our, our brown seed brothers and sisters in Mexico in Central America, South America they don't know the original tongue they don't know the original mother tongue they don't know it, they speak Spanish when the Spaniards came over and the Portuguese came over the same game that the English ran on us as the black seed that is the same game that the Portuguese and the Spaniards ran on them as the brown seed it was the same game how do you say Willie in Spanish how do you say Lynch in Spanish we have like a template right the black seed that was colonized by the English people we have a template called Willie Lynch and it's you know we can go back and forth about was he a real man and this and that we know that Historically, Willie Lynch wasn't a real person, but it is a template about how those people related to us. And then when you look at it, it was all about the age, separate them through the color or shade. Then it was intelligence, size and sex and the size of plantations and the status on plantation. He played a trickery game. We can't be so naive as the black seed to think he just did that to us. Beloved, don't you know the Portuguese and the Spanish, when they went to South America, Central America, and Mexico, he did that to our brown sea brothers too. So, when he got amongst them, whatever natural religion that they had is gone forever. He pushed the saints on them. He pushed the missionaries on them. He pushed Christianity on them. This is why many of our brown sea and our firstborn, they're Catholics. What do you think they learned that from? Beloved, they learned that from their open enemy. So just culturally amongst Latinos who are really not Latinos, we don't know their real name. They don't know their real name. The origin of Latino is Latin. And we know Latin it doesn't originate in the West. We know the term Hispanics or Hispanola doesn't originate in the West. So who are they really? They don't know. What is the original mother tongue? They don't know. So just as we, as the Black Sea, we got tricked into this color game. Light skin versus dark skin. Don't you know, beloved? Our brown seed brothers got tricked into the same game. Whoever looked it like a Spaniard 
or a Portuguese man or woman that became the standard of beauty for our brown seed. So they're culturally racist. If you look at the so-called Latino world or the Hispanic world in the West, you always see the leaders and the heads of states that's at the top of the food chain. They're very light. They're very light skinned. The darker ones who have the same skin tone as us, the mahogany brown, the chestnut brown, they're at the bottom of every society that the Portuguese and the Spaniards once dominated in the Americas. Therefore, beloved, they are culturally racist. That's why I ask you, beloved, how do you say Willie in Spanish? How do you say Willie in Spanish? Just like we got the Willie Lynch, we got that template. The devil didn't take no new template when he went to Central America, South America, and Medico. He took the same template. He didn't just save that white Jesus picture for us. He didn't just save it for us. Beloved, he gave it to them too. So, if you are a Latino brother from Medico, Central America, South America, and already in, in your culture, black is bad, dark brown is bad, and white is good, how do you think they're going to relate when they get next to us? How do you think the firstborn in the brown seed is going to relate to the black seed when they were already taught that black and brown was bad so we hear stories from my brown seed brothers and sisters from my chestnut brothers and sisters from my mahogany brothers and sisters from my merino brothers and sisters that they were encouraged to stay out of the sun poppy don't get dark Hmm? Poppy, don't get dark. Don't stay out in the sun too long. Because if you get out and you stay out in that sun too long, Poppy, you get dark. Mama, you get dark. And we want you to be light. 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 What which is this whole process makes them culturally racist. So when you come on this podcast, beloved, we say all is the mind. All is the mind and the universe is mental. All is the mind. There is a war over your mind. The battlefield is over your mind. Don't you know the brown seed was on plantations too, brother, beloved? Don't we know that? Don't we know that the brown seed was on the plantations, beloved? Don't you know the original names was taken away from... Do you think people in the West was really called Lopez? You think, you think people on the West was really called Carlos? For real? No, beloved. Lopez is a slave name like Jackson is. 
Come on now, talk to me now. Carlos is a slave name. Salvador is a slave name. We don't know who we are. We don't know who we were. Beloved, they don't know either. This is why we say, beloved, the brown sea, our Latino brothers, beloved, they are culturally racist. And black people are culturally inferior. Because our genetics, our skin tone is putting us further away from being all the way bright, light, damn near white. It's so many things that that devil did to our people. It's so many things that the devil did to the black and brown man. Our only salvation is separation. See, what makes this devil, he's so wicked, man. He's wicked on a whole nother level. See, I I know they got y'all trained to look for a devil under the ground. I I know they got y'all, man. They they got y'all so trained to look for a devil under the ground. It is so unreal. The only people group causing the hell on this planet that the, is him. You know what they used to do to our people, beloved, in, in the deep south? In Louisiana? Beloved, they used to cut our people ears off. And put it in their pocket for good luck. Listen, I want you to I want you to walk with me. We're gonna cook now. We just gonna we cooking, we're gonna talk about history. We just gonna cook a little bit. The devil used to cut black men and women ears off in Louisiana and put it in their pocket for good luck. When you were lynched as a black man in the wilderness of North America, in the territory that we call the United States, after they put you on that rope and that rope took the life out of you, they would cut you down. Lay your body on a slab and set it on fire. And once you would burn up to a crisp, they would fight over the bones. They would fight over the bones as souvenirs to take home. And this nigga, and, and you're going to let niggas come to you and sell you a story about a devil is under the ground? There's no way. No, no, beloved, there, there's no way. Let's stay in the deep south, right? Don't you know, beloved, in Florida, they would take our children, our babies, and put it in the cage, right? After they went into your home, firebombed the home, killed the parents, if the children were still alive, they would take those babies, put these babies in cages, take them to the river, with that screaming child in the cage and use the noise from this baby howling and screaming in this cage and set it on the riverbank because that's how they drew the gators. So in Florida, it was a thing that black babies was used as gator bait. And then after they did this, they, to this very day, you can go to an old collection place in Tampa, Florida or Jacksonville or Pensacola down in Miami, you know what I'm saying? Orlando, some goddamn where. And they would still have these old school postcards with babies on the postcard 
right? One of these old souvenir shops with babies on the postcard. And then underneath the, the baby on the postcard, you see the gator right next to it. So they come out collectively and then they put a team called the Florida Gators, right? Because Florida is known for the Gators and niggas will go and support the team. When they need, they used to use, maybe that's a different story for different that. But we don't know. So we ain't going to, you know what I mean? We don't know. Shit, we don't know. We don't even know what roll tide means. We don't know that Tuscaloosa means Black Warrior because it was named after an Indian and he was an Indian chief. He was a warrior against devils. His name was Tuscaloosa because Tuscaloosa means Black Indian Warrior. Yet, they told you everybody come from Africa and you just kind of like, they didn't know no better. You went alone for the story because they gave you roots in Alex Haley. We get it. We get it. We get it. The brown seed is culturally racist. Now, if this is the hustle they was running in Central America, South America, and the islands, and now they moving these folks to Chicago, they moving these folks to New York, they moving these folks to Arizona, what do you think they're going to do and feel and react when they see you? When they were already taught amongst themselves that being dark skin and dark brown was already bad. You would see more images of the white Jesus in Latino communities than you would anywhere else on the planet. Maybe with the exception of Nigeria. Because they hold on to that white Jesus strong in Nigeria, brother. They hold on to that white Jesus strong in West Africa, sister. So much so, they had a hippie walk around West Africa somewhere around there. And the folks was following him and falling over here. And but at the same time, why are they doing that? They came in contact with a trickster. This is what makes black people culturally inferior. I mean, in the culture, you're taught that the darker that you are, the worse you are. The lighter you are, the better you are. So in the 60s, they used to run a test. They used to call it uh, the doll test in the 60s and the early 70s. And what they used to do to our people, they would put a black doll next to a white doll. And they would ask our babies, what is the good doll? What is the nice doll? What is the pretty doll? What is the righteous doll? And every time our people would point to the our babies now, they point to the to the white doll, and then say, "Well, which doll is the evil doll? Which doll is the wicked doll? Which doll is the ugly doll?" And they point to the doll that looked like them. All is the mind, beloved, and the universe is mental. All is the mind. So if that child as a baby is programmed to be culturally inferior as the black seed and culturally racist as the brown seed, when you put them together, it's an explosion. And that explosion is called Los Angeles. That explosion is called 
Latin Kings in Chicago. That explosion is called Latin Kings in New York City. And when we have conversations about the brown seed and we say, well, beloved, that's our brothers and sisters. That's our, that's our children. That's the firstborn. We get a kickback. No, V, them, them folks don't like us. Them folk, No, no, no. Before you get into them folks don't like us, beloved, they were culturally taught not to like themselves. We were culturally taught not to like ourselves. If you put two people in the room that were taught to hate themselves, what in the fuck you think they're going to do? So our only salvation is what? We can't have no crackers around us. We can't have no cracker literature. Man, it was so deep. Master Fry Muhammad said, don't read no... <laughs> he, he went as deep as to talk about the children books. He said, don't read that devil bedtime story to your children. It's something in that book. Don't read it. Those are trickster people. Don't read. Stay away from everything that they got. Hey yo, uh, hey yo, dig this, right? I, I'm gonna share this with you, man, and then we just gonna, uh, cause I don't want to hold you long, right? So I'm gonna share this with you. We gonna close out. Um, you know, I got a lot of books in my book collection. You know what I'm saying? My shit is my shit is deep. You know what I mean? My, hey, I got a deep collection. You know what I'm talking about? It's 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 like that, right? Um, political books. Books of history. And then I I found myself moving into like this military science space. Cause I'm just like, damn, this these folks, these folks are really people of war. Everything is strategic with them, right? I have a book called uh The American Slave Code. And uh it doesn't cost much. You can grab the joint from Walmart. But not only do I have the book, it's only like 30-some books when you get it from Walmart. But you got to go online and get it. But dig, though, I got the PDF, too. So I'm like, I have to figure out a way how I can start, like, a real black consciousness form. I got to either get a website or I got to go on Facebook or something. I have to find some place where I can share and put on, like, my I can upload my PDF book so everybody can get, get hold on to them for free. Cause we don't want to keep just spending money and spending on wheels when it's so much technology out we can put it up for free i began to notice that facebook is kind of like allowing uh you know they got if you make a group they are allowing space for you to put up like uh of course obviously pictures videos but now they have uh, a backdoor file where you can start uploading pdf files so i'm like okay boom i'm going to have to start a public group right and i'm gonna have to upload these pdf files on there so we can all read them and share them and take a look at them and okay different story for different day when you read the american slave code though it is so it is the craziest read because you can see the setup the breakdown of original people step by step by step by step by step in their book they made niggas they made niggas black and brown niggas mentally dead that's what a nigga is a mentally dead person 
you know when you go like to page 100 right they talk about the south carolina uh black codes right slave codes and and it says that it is illegal to teach a skilled trade it, it is illegal for one slave to, to teach another slave a skilled trade for their own benefit just think about that for a minute I'm finna show you how you make a nigga. I'm finna show you how you make the mentally dead. This is during physical captivity. Because when you when you examine the American slave code, you you can see this step by step by step. Before they thought about freeing you, they made sure that our people was absolutely defeated first. Then they freed you to sharecropping. Then they put you in the ghettos and the projects of America. Then they released you to the inner cities. But they created a nigga every step of the way. Black and brown niggas. I'm going to say it again. It was illegal for a slave. And slave is not synonymous with African. The native of America that was captured... He or she was a slave. The African that was brought over, he or she was a slave. The person of color that came over from the islands, Central America, South America, they were slaves. The Maluto was a slave. The mixed breed was a slave. I had to add that on there because the Indians were classified as Maluto. They wasn't even half breed. Then you got the real half breed. You see how I'm going with that? All right. It was illegal to teach a skilled trade to your own ethnicity for their own benefit. That was illegal. You was not allowed to teach a trade to another slave without permission. You couldn't do it. It was it was illegal to buy, sell and trade goods without permission. So when you're in that strawberry plantation, like my big mama was, she was in the strawberry plantation, or you was in a, a potato plantation, a potato plantation, like my other big mama was, you were only taught to produce, produce, produce. Don't keep nothing for yourself. Nothing belongs to you. You can only buy, sell, and trade with the permission. You're not able to do that without permission. They were purposely making you handicapped it was illegal for you to read and to write it's illegal so now 1860 come along you're supposedly free because this is between 1860 to 65 you got the proclamation um emancipation proclamation you got a war going on you got the confiscation act you got a bunch of things going on and now you're free but it was a segment of our people. It was illegal for them to read and write. So what are you free to do? What are you free to do? It wasn't all of our people. It was a segment. It was a segment of our people that had no real hard on skill in trade because it was illegal for them to even know. So what do they do? See, once I teach that black ain't shit and black is evil, I have to go out and work every day to create that person to walk into that fulfillment 
of that title black black is culturally inferior it's made that way now the American Negro just think that happened to him it just happened to her they ran the same game in West Africa same game in Central Africa same game in East Africa and South Africa same game in South America same game in Central America same game on the island same game in Mexico everybody got the same photo of the white Jesus everybody got the same white Santa Claus everybody got the same picture of all the angels being white everybody got the same picture of God being white everybody got the same picture of all the apostles and the prophets being white everybody got the same picture everybody angels food cake is what color devil food cake is what color the looney tunes gave you the tasmanian devil every single thing that was black was bad and then they put that classification and title on you and we say here what beloved brown when we talking about the brown seed brown is just the first shade of black it is no difference black and brown people are the same people one group got raped by the english the other group got raped by the Spanish and the Portuguese. They're the same people. Same oppressor. Same colonizer. Our only salvation is separation. You cannot be around this devil. What makes them so wicked is we would respect this devil if he just did that in Europe. The caves of Europe, the hills of Europe is his place, his home. If if melanated people visited Europe and they were treated that way, we could not be mad. The world would not be mad. What makes this man different? He takes his show on the road. Nobody in America should be Catholic. Nobody. Nobody in Africa should be Catholic. Nobody. Nobody in Australia should be Catholic. Nope, but they are. How are they? You you think they met an angel out of the sky? No. No, no, beloved. It didn't happen. They met the children of God. Came to them off a boat and gave them God. Gave them a book. Gave them information. If they never got handed that information in Australia. And in Africa. And in South America. In Central America. In the islands. In North America. They wouldn't have it. It was handed to them. And it worked. So beloved. This is what we mean when we say that Latinos are culturally racist. This is what we mean when we say that black people are culturally inferior. They were taught to be this way. He took his show on the road and he taught it to us. 
And the only way we can escape this if we move him out the picture. And we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. Peace and black power to your family. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out to our brothers in the barrio. Shout out to our Vato brothers. Everything that you were taught and we were taught, beloved, was basula. And we stand on that. Until next time, beloved, this is indeed Real Black Country the Form Podcast. Man, it's your brother V, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Peace and more peace. When I was a little kid in Mexico and a new baby was born, if they weren't born dark, this is what I heard. Ay, está negrito. Pobrecito. Mm-hmm. What is that saying? Poor you. Dang, that's tough luck for you. You have a dark-skinned baby. But whenever one of my little cousins was born light-skinned, ay, mira, está buenito como un angelito. What is that psychologically doing to you? Teaching you that what? To be like an angel, you have to be white. You have to be light-skinned. Whenever we see pictures of Jesus and angels, what color are they? White. White. Heaven is filled with white people. God and the angels are all white. When have you seen a black angel? (laughs) Let's be honest. So what does that teach you psychologically? What does that teach you? That your God doesn't look like you. That the angels in heaven, in that beautiful place... Don't look like you. You don't realize what this is doing to you here. When my cousins were born light-skinned, they were treated better. They were treated way better. Way better. I mean, when he's so gente pa'ca, because we're dark-skinned, we were kind of pushed to the side. It's because psychologically, we're taught heavenly and angelic, beautiful, worthy, is all white. Everything that's worthless is dark. I hated myself so much growing up because I was dark. You know what I used to do to anger my mother? Because she was ashamed that she had a dark-skinned kid. She was dark too. My mom was dark. My father was dark. So all her kids were Indios like me. Because of that, all of the other cousins are light-skinned. So her siblings, because they married white people, they ended up having light-skinned kids. Dang, I ended up with all the ugly kids. So to piss her off, I took my shirt off and I stood in the sun to get darker because I knew it would piss her off. (laughs) That's what I did. You see how ugly it is to be dark? She made me angry. So I'm going to take my shirt off. I'm going to get darker. Because when she sees me, she's going to say, Ay, pinche negro, quítate del sol. Every time I was in the sun as a kid, she would be like, get out the sun, you're getting darker. She did not want her kids to get darker. <laughs> when I was in high school, some girls would walk by and look at me and say, Oh, that dude is not a Mexican. He's a black sicken. Okay? <laughs> if I look like this, I'm not Mexican. So what is a Mexican then? What is a Mexican supposed to look like? White. Right. Why does she think that a Mexican is supposed to look white? When you turn on Univision, what do you see? White. That is what is teaching us that that is a Mexican. That represents Mexico and Mexicans. It's white people with blue eyes. You see? When you watch novelas, any TV show in Spanish, what color are they? White. In the background, you see some dark-skinned people. Mm -hmm. Servants. Basically, slaves. Those are not considered Mexican. Growing up, you know what I heard? Mexicans say, Él no es mexicano, él es un indio. You see what's going on here? You begin to feel what? Hateful. Perfect, perfect answer. And because you're worth nothing, it's easy for you to what? To not care. Why should you care? My mom 
She was so hateful towards herself. She used to buy whitening cream. Cream that you put on your skin and it makes you lighter. She would bleach her hair blonde. She was desperately trying to look white. white. Because this is a sin. This is bad. I had a mother who every time she talked to me, when she talked to me, it was spiteful. With so much anger. And I noticed a lot of time when she talked to my cousins who were light-skinned, she talked to them very kindly. What did that make me feel mm -hmm. inside? I'll never be able to be light-skinned, so I'm going to be a piece of crap for the rest of my life. That gave me the fuel to say, what am I even trying? My own mom thinks I'm ugly. I'm worthless. She thinks she's worthless. She thinks she's worthless so much that she's whitening her freaking skin. And she's bleaching her hair because she doesn't want to look like this. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.